0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Could you imagine finally winning one of those impossible carnival games and then the worker still cheats you out of it? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, terrorize my family? Enjoy losing everything and going back to jail. Myself and my wife just had our second child and moved into a duplex in an amazing neighborhood. Had its own playground even. We moved in and greeted the neighbors, a bunch of younger people, but they seemed okay. The first day after moving in, we find that they're gone and they left their seven-year-old on a school day outside our door with a bag of goldfish and a note asking us to watch him while they went out. QCPS CPS call number one. The neighbors and me got along really well. The old guy next door repaired bikes for a hobby, and the next door neighbor did woodworking and would always come over to see the kids and sent his grandkids over to play too. They warned us that our upstairs neighbors were terrible. Constant traffic going in and out, parties every single night. This was 110% the truth. It got to the point where we couldn't sleep at night and we had multiple altercations to the point it was full blown yelling matches. The landlord was useless and would do nothing to get rid of them, so I bided my time. Eventually one night they came home in their red Mazda 3 and it was destroyed. They must have hit someone and ran, so I called the Royal Canadian Mounted Police to let them know as at the very least I figured they'd get in deep crap, but oh man I had no idea what I would just unleashed. Turns out the jerk had a warrant out for his arrest for drug trafficking. He got hauled away in cuffs that night and the entitled woman got a visit from cps again as they left their son home alone again this wasn't once or twice it was every single day so my wife went digging for names and found the mother on facebook using public record searches we found out that they owed easily nearly forty-eight thousand in assets as they'd taken off from the original address with all of their furniture including tvs and a huge sound system 48 hours later, the sheriff was there with a box truck emptying their house. Took the beds, couches, TVs, the annoying subwoofer system, kitchen set, and even the dressers. CPS came shortly after and removed the child from the house. I didn't enjoy seeing him taken away, but they never fed him and he was always in the same clothing and it was falling apart. We went out of our way to make sure he had full meals when we could, not gonna let a kid starve, The jerk went to jail for drug possession. He was out on bail and hid the drugs in a dresser that they took. Entitled Woman 1 went to jail for assaulting the sheriff, and Entitled Woman 2 actually had a happy ending. Far as I know, after she lost her son, she went through multiple programs to clean herself up and started working to provide for her son. I ran into her a couple of years ago, and she thanked me for what I did. I got pro-revenge on the drug dealer and his girlfriend, and thankfully help someone get on the right path. Although you're breaking it all up and basically sending that kid off to some new, probably foster program, I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of in that kind of a situation. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you love crazy stories of revenge, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, don't park in others reserved spots. This just happened. I got home from spending some time over at a friend's house and someone parked in my reserved spot. It had been raining all day heavily. I had to park a half block away and walk back to my apartment in this rain. So I came into my apartment and grabbed my stack of old scratch sheets of standard paper. I covered every window on the vehicle so the owner couldn't drive without spending some time at least cleaning some of it off. I figured no damage had been done, they just had to spend time in the rain getting wet and removing the paper to be able to leave. As they were cleaning it off, I walked by them to get in my truck, I got back about the time they were getting in their car, I waited for them to pull out so I could pull in, and then I waved as they drove away. I'm just glad for OP's sake that this person didn't seem like a very confrontational person, because let's be real, a lot of people that might take an assigned parking space without ever caring. I feel like there's a great chance to have a correlation with them being quick to anger, probably. Maybe a confrontational type person. I mean, although they can't be certain it was you that actually did that, I'm sure they probably had some inkling. Our next story is, sometimes the pettiest of revenge is to just let them screw themselves over. I spent 15 years working for a local plant of a Fortune 500 company, Inventory Control and Production Management. My boss was one of those screw-up, move-up guys. I actually liked him, but he'd been promoted far past his level of competence. Every year we did a large project to build a new production plan, identify areas where we could reduce some of our $25 million in inventory, and find ways to increase our percent of fill. Fearing who would take his place, I was in the unenviable position of needing to help him be successful, at least to an extent so after completing the plan he was to send it to our division manager for review and approval i attached an excel spreadsheet with both the summary and detail into an email and sent it to him i walked into the office and told him it was in his inbox and that he needed to save it to his hard drive and then email it to our division manager he waved me off telling me he knew what he was doing then being a less than savvy tech person just forwarded on with my explanation but his email taking credit for doing it himself. About an hour later, I got a direct call from the division manager, laughing about my boss taking credit for my work, shaking my head. I learned really early that giving credit to those I work with, rather than trying to steal it, was a far better policy. You would just think if somebody failed upwards hard enough that they're in some kind of overseeing position, they would take the time to understand what they're emailing and how it makes them look. You would imagine they understand at least like their appearances, how else do they get to that point? But you just gotta laugh at this guy in this situation, they straight up sunk themselves. Our next story is try to micromanage me? Not happening. Just another tale, close to retirement, I decided I wanted a job that paid my bills, but was easy and stress free. So I took a job in the office of a department that provided complicated food services 24-7. Anyway, my supervisor P quickly showed herself to be a real witch. She micromanaged, she was verbally abusive, she lied, etc. On my first day, she made a point of lying about me to my coworker D and vice versa. This caused friction until D and I really talked and figured out P's lies. She frequently was very disrespectful to others, being loud and critical in front of others. She tried to micromanage anyone she could. She didn't try this with me often, but she would try sometimes. I think she hated me because it was obvious that I was much more skilled and experienced. She was meaner, but I was smarter. I generally quickly shut down her attempts with me. Anyway, one of my daily tasks was to take the previous day's income to HQ at 8.30 a.m. Our buildings were within a five-minute walk, and Florida weather made the trip a real perk. Well, P overheard me say how I enjoyed the walk, so suddenly determined walking was dangerous, and I'd have to use the golf cart. Our 500-acre campus was fully gated, heavily secured with restricted visitors. We carried maybe $75 cash in a locked bank bag. The entire task took 20 minutes total, 25 if I chatted with the HQ worker, P would have to have handled calls and visitors during that period. So I took the golf cart. 10 mile per hour tops. I took this scenic route around campus to and from HQ. I found vacant buildings, a park, a boat, etc. that most employees were unaware of. I enjoyed the gorgeous early AM sunshine. A 15-minute errand using the cart now took 35 to 45 minutes instead. After a few days, she queried why it was taking longer. I explained that I was taking the opportunity to really learn the campus layout. My prepared cover-your-butt excuse. P had no response. See, I made sure to say this in front of our director, who I had discovered would shut her down at any possible opportunity. Probably his petty revenge for other crap she did. So, for the rest of my year in heck working with her, I enjoyed sunshine while she answered phone. To be fair, working in an environment like that, it's probably for the best that you stop and take some of the sights in. You probably need it just to decompress a little bit. This next story is, wife tries to help another woman having credit card issues. So I just got off the phone with my wife. This story may not be revenge per se, but nevertheless it's about 3% revenge. Anyway, wife is at Costco doing the weekly shopping. She's standing in line, and the lady in front of her is having issues with her cards not working. She's frantically calling her husband trying to get it fixed, trying over and over to use it with no luck. She tells the cashier she'll just put everything back. My wife, being the kind-hearted person she is, starts surveying the lady's items by looking at the cart. At that moment, the lady chimes in, What are you looking at, witch? So my wife, who is not very confrontational, immediately claps back and says, Well, I was going to help you out and buy the stuff for you, but not after the way you just talked to me. Apparently this triggered the lady and she stormed off, leaving all the items on the belt and in the cart. Lesson here is, maybe treat people with respect, no matter the circumstances. You never know when you might need help. All I know is, is if I was in a situation like that where I had the money to spend to help somebody out in a situation like that, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd be looking at that cart and like, could can I afford just giving away this money? But yeah, if somebody looked up at me and said, what are you looking at, witch? Clearly like freaking out, insecure, lashing out, I'd put a stop to that too. If somebody was in a situation like this, would you help them out if you could? You know, pay for their groceries? Or is it just too much? I'd like to know what you guys think. This next story is, be a jerk on the road, I won't stop to help. The place I work at closes at 10, and I'm always closing. Halloween night, I was going home, and to get home, I had to cross over a massive and long hill. It's almost pitch black on this hill, and it's crawling with deer. That may even be an understatement. Anyways, I was going a little under the speed limit since they were everywhere and constantly walking into the road. As I'm driving, an old pickup truck comes by and rides my butt while flashing his high beams. I speed up and so does he still flashing his lights. I held my speed because I didn't want to risk hitting one since my car is so small. He then passes me while laying on his horn and flipping me off. He floors it down the road at like 90 or so and disappears. I get being frustrated, I was going sort of slow but he could see the deer, they were running around everywhere, maybe like a minute down the road I see headlights in a ditch. Lo and behold this dude's bumper is obliterated, he's okay though, just standing and observing his damage with his hands on his head. As I drive by, honk and wave, happy Halloween you freaking hillbilly. There's definitely nothing you ever have to apologize for when you drive defensively. I think if you look at the statistics, there's like 10 car accidents that happen every single minute in the US. I'm saying that to say, driving is dangerous and it's very easy to get into an accident. Looking out for yourself while you're driving multi-ton vehicles, and for the wildlife, in this situation, nothing to apologize for. Let them get angry, let them go around you, pull off to the side of the road and let them pass if you've got to. But I say don't let anybody like that pressure you to speed up or to get a rise out of you. This next story is, oops, I used up all the hot water. So I, 19, share a house with three roommates. My partner P, 20, my childhood friend F, 19, and childhood friend's ex, E, 20. Childhood friend's ex and my childhood friend broke up right before we all moved in. An important thing to remember in the story is that childhood friend's ex is a creature of habit. They shower at the same time every night. Onto the story. So all of us agreed on quiet hours for laundry because the laundry room is right next to my partner and I's bedroom. It's extremely difficult to sleep when the laundry is going. However my childhood friend's ex has been continuously doing laundry outside of quiet hours leading to me being unable to sleep a decent time for days on end. I sent a message into the group chat simply reminding everyone of our agreed-upon quiet time. Childhood friend's ex blew up at me, calling me delusional, insisting he never agreed to quiet hours, etc. This got me very upset, so I decided to take a nice long hot shower. I was in there quite a while since I was very upset. Eventually, I had to end my shower because I ran out of hot water. It's too bad that I ran out of hot water right before E usually takes his shower and I think I'm going to continue taking my hot showers at this time. I've discovered that they really help with my insomnia. Best part of this is we have a good enough hot water system that all four of us could take a hot shower back to back. Childhood friend's ex would have had more than enough hot water if his laundry wasn't going. Sorry E. I definitely think this is all how it just kind of Perfect Manny 20 at com slash perfectmanny20. Shakes down when you don't respect your roommates. I would think if you're living with other people, you try to figure out something that works for everybody. If you're going to be a total jerk to one person, you should expect they're probably going to be a total jerk and uncaring towards you in return. Our next story is all work and little to no pay makes me a very petty boy. A good six or seven years ago i landed my first permanent minimum wage role in a call center uk for an up-and-coming energy supplier all the usual promises were made progression benefits blah 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 after completing training i hit the ground running collecting the third highest bonus the company has ever paid out second being me first being my good mate by a long chalk all is well at first Past my 3 month probation and 2, lots of back padding, all that good stuff, my friend caught on as to how I'm earning my bonus. KPI was limited call time, high volume intake and call quality, and was on board and competing with me within 2 months, seeing who could edge the other at bonus time. Sometimes I'd win, sometimes he would, but no one else came within a mile for a solid 15 months. This, as you can imagine, drew a lot of speculation as to how we had managed to outperform everyone who had been there a good 3 years more than us. But as we weren't even near bending the rules, there was nothing they could do but smile through gritted teeth as we collected bonuses, putting us in management pay brackets. After a while, I was given the opportunity to manage a team in the complaints department. As my efficiency in general customer management skills had clearly paid off, to which I naively accepted. Little did I know it would be on the provision that I would still accept my base pay. After five months or so of dredging through a backlog of complaints, most of which had been escalated to the energy ombudsman, I noticed that my pay was lacking by comparison to what I would make in standard customer services and approached the manager for that department to discuss my concerns. This is where it all goes to crap. Said manager very smugly replies, well, we couldn't have you and friend earning enough to employ another two members of staff, it was bad for morale, and took the competition out of it for everyone else. I took this on the chin initially and carried on, but it began to fester, especially as I was seeing my savings begin to stall and the fear of them beginning to dwindle sunk in. Luckily at this point, a member of my new team had sat me down as this conversation had gotten around the various floors and apartments. The manager was so proud of herself and told me that she was in fact a union representative and what they were doing was surely wrong. After discussing this with the union, re-reading my contract and establishing that one of the very explicit terms of my contract was my being availed to a bonus for meeting the criteria, This then began discussions about how my contract had now been breached and resolution was needed. I forgot to mention that the reason I was so good at my job is because when faced with a problem, I am meticulous to the point of being pedantic and capable of keeping my cool even when someone is screaming at me. I proposed to the same manager that the months I'd worked in my new role were still under the criteria of my old contract as I'd not been provided a new one and as you can imagine it was all you agreed to it nothing to be done etc etc until i advised that i had sought legal advice and had a strong case for breach of contract which could be supported by login times area accesses and so on long story short the quality assessment team had to then work through what was by this point 8 months of my new workload, treated it with the same diligence and standards as an average customer advisor, and calculate my bonus accordingly. In my previous role, I was bringing home approximately 500 British pounds extra a month. With these new findings, I was owed 7,230 pounds. I got every last penny after a fight, and left the company a couple of months afterwards not so smug anymore the manager ended up losing their job due to the mistake all i know is is if somebody is hard enough working and smart enough to like cause your company to start paying out the butt for them in bonuses you probably should be careful when you try to like get some kind of revenge against them because i don't know somebody like that seems like they've got some kind of superpower to figure out how to just i don't know stick it to you or something this next story is carnival worker stopped me from winning fifty dollars so I broke his cork gun. Around 15 years ago, I went to our county fair. Usually, I just eat all the junk food. However, I saw a game that used a cork gun where you shoot little wooden targets off of a rail and win whatever prize is strapped to that target. I was pretty excited to try it because my grandpa taught me how to hold and shoot a BB gun, and anytime we visited, I would just shoot his BB gun all day because they didn't have a TV or games or anything. So that was the only fun thing to kill time. In the game, you got unlimited shots for $2 until you knocked down a target. I paid for one game, shot down a plastic kazoo, and as I was about to turn to leave, I noticed the target with a $50 bill on it. I asked the coworker if that was a real bill, and he said it was. During my first game, I noticed the sight on the gun was off by one target to the right, so if I aimed for the target, it would only shoot the one just to the right of it. During my second go at it, I aimed at the target to the left and hit the $50 bill squarely in the center. Clearly the target was weighted because it rocked back a tiny bit but didn't drop, so I kept reloading and aiming just to the left of the bill. I was a fairly good shot and didn't miss a shot the whole time I was playing the game. After a few shots, I noticed it was slowly inching back and I was starting to get excited. Another 15-20 to shots later, the carnival worker was putting another target back that somebody else shot down, reached up and moved my target back to the front of the rail. I'm not confrontational by nature, but I was freaking pissed because it took a while to get it close to dropping, so I just kept shooting at it knowing it was a virtual guarantee that it would drop eventually. After another round of 15-20 to shots, I hit it and it teetered back quite a bit but came forward and didn't fall. As I was reloading, the worker speed walked over and again, moved it back to the front and smirked at me when he was walking back to the side. To say I was freaking pissed would be a gross understatement. I stood there for a very brief second staring at him, wondering if I should say something, keep shooting, shoot him, or just give up. Normally, I would just walk away from whatever's making me angry or upset, but I must have had some pent-up anger at that time because I grabbed the cork gun by the butt, swung it at the table, and broke the barrel off. I took what was left of the gun and threw it at the targets and knocked a bunch of them off the rail and just walked away. I could hear the guy yelling crap like, get the freak out of there, he's gonna call the cops, sue me, blah blah blah, but I just kept walking. I hope that gun was worth more than $50, jerk freak. This is really just a very harsh lesson for OP. The sooner you learn and accept that almost every carnival game is extremely rigged, even if it's to the point where these people have to intervene every so often just to piss you off and make sure you don't win, it's really how they operate. I once saw a video that showed where they have all those basketball hoops that are 15-20 foot jump shots, that the rims are actually longer horizontally and shorter front to back, Like an oval shape, so it's not actually as wide as a conventional basketball rim. So you have to be almost precise. Like a perfect arc upwards and through. Otherwise, you're almost guaranteed to miss any shot you take at those things. Our next story is, want to insult me in traffic? Fine, take your dogs elsewhere. I, 27-year-old female, was driving to work a couple weeks ago and got stuck at a red light. It was before 8am, and I was preparing myself mentally for my workload. The light just turned green and no less than .3 seconds after it had turned green, the truck behind me slammed on his horn like I wasn't paying attention and over 10 seconds had passed. I didn't really react, I just drove up to the next light and continued on my commute. At the next light, the truck that was behind me pulled up next to me in the left lane and the older man, probably in his early 70s, rolled his window down and started screaming profanities at me. Fat cow. Fat pig. Who are? Slot. I hope you get our word. Just the worst things you could ever yell to a woman. And it went on and on for every single light on my way to work. For 10 minutes, this man threw the worst insults my way. We finally got to the last light, and the man was now behind me, and I was just happy that I'd make a right and he'd go straight. Well, that didn't happen. He also turned right right into the parking lot of the place I work. Now I work as a dog groomer, but I don't keep my smock on me. It stays in the salon since we have a washer-dryer set up, I just wash my smock with the towels at work so I never forget it. I also bring my dogs with me to work on occasion so I can groom them on a table where it's easier. The point is, I don't look like a salon employee as I'm walking up to the doors. This man got out of his car and unloaded two of the biggest German Shepherds I've ever seen. This man is a client in my salon. The whole time we're walking up to the salon, he's screaming more profanities my way. I'd been ignoring him on the road, and I guess it made him even angrier because the insults became threats about how he'd hurt me and let his dogs attack my dogs. Imagine his surprise when I walked not only through the front door, but behind the counter. I gave a coworker my dogs to put in their kennels and check the schedule. His dogs are my first two appointments. This man is silent while I look on the computer. I then smile at him and asked him to please leave the premises. He got very upset and said that he had the appointments booked a month in advance and that everyone in the area was booked out another month i told him we don't take kindly to people threatening employees and he would not be getting his dog's haircuts outline trims not shave downs and have a wonderful day he demanded the manager because nothing he said while i was on the clock my manager sided with me and he was banned from our location treat strangers with respect I love this because I agree 100% these people with irreparable road rage need to be taken down a peg. There is literally nothing more frustrating than being at a light, it turns green, and immediately the person behind you is blaring on the horn. It's like, what do you expect? For me to have some third eye vision that the light's about to change and just start going before it even hits green? That said, our final story of the day is, annoy me during concert? I'll ruin your favorite song. Me and my girlfriend attended a concert today. This is a band we've been listening to since we were teenagers. Now we're 30. There was this group of teenagers no older than 16 in front of us. They were constantly taking videos of the songs, which is annoying but fine. They also started to take videos of them singing the songs. The actual annoying part is the concert hall is very dim so they started to open the flashlight from another phone to brighten the video. This meant that we were hit with an EXTREMELY bright flash during a very dim environment and it was annoying as FREAK. Lastly during breaks, they were constantly asking for a specific song, which happens to be their most popular. Cue the revenge! My girlfriend had enough of this and told me that she'll use her phone's flash to ruin their video and I said I'll gladly join with mine. Petty gods were on our side, and right when we decided to move forward with our plan, the band started their song. They were trying to get a good angle. However, we were constantly adjusting our phone flashes to ruin their video. It's just their blurred, off-color faces with two bright lights behind. We kept this throughout the whole song. They tried to change phones, angle, adjust the video, but it was impossible to get a decent video with such strong backlight. The videos were deleted, and believe me, I've never felt this satisfied for a long time. They were extremely annoyed, but unable to say anything since we were much older, so they decided to relocate to somewhere far, far away. And we were able to enjoy the rest of the concert in peace. I don't go too often to concerts, but this is kind of why I appreciate the ones that have a strict no phone or no recording policy. And honestly, I'm kind of curious why nowadays there's such a lax behavior about it, because I thought for the longest time most concerts and venues said like no flash photography, no cameras. I mean, I know you can't exactly ban phones. And it's hard to do crowd control in a giant standing crowd. But I feel like you'd want to see a little bit more control about people who break out these phones. And it's not even really the people that break out their phones, but the ones that break out the flash. Or God forbid you see people break out their iPad tablets and wave that up way up high in the air, block your vision. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher. Because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, in zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.